<coughs> well, good morning, pilgrims and travelers on the sunny path of life. Ah, I do feel better. Even this morning, I was tired. I'm actually about to leave the room now. It's getting close to 8.30. So I really made a good use out of uh, my private room. I'm pretty sure <coughs> I am the last guy standing here burning. It was very interesting, too, that I thought, I, mean, I was told, you know, they had breakfast, but I was never told by the guy here. And then, uh, yeah, this is it, yeah? This is everything. Yeah, this is it, okay. And yeah, just very, very nice. Big pot of coffee. <clears throat> and then a lot of bread and jam and some kind of, uh, what I would call, nasty pastries. I was not the only one to have my private room. Anyhow, well, leaving the place now. It's a beautiful morning. <clears throat> I guess this is what feels right. I'm going to chat about uh, Whiplash. <coughs> I don't know how many times I've seen it. Uh, but it's got to be my favorite movie as of late. You know, for a while, quite a few years back, it was The Matrix. And, you know, not not because <coughs> the movie in itself. I'm not sure if you can hear, but that's my GPS. <laughs> I don't know if you look at the phone, it'll tell me. Uh, because I'm going backward. So it's not marked. <coughs> and so The Matrix, you know, was... Uh, I don't like Keanu Reeves, and I'm not actually a, a science fiction kind of guy normally. But there was something about the message that was just so appealing to me, you know, so compelling that's even better. And, you know, I was getting teary. And Whiplash has that, you know. I'm not sure, I wouldn't say it's, you know, it's not the most meaningful message in my life now. But as far as movies, it's powerful. You know, when you are toward the end, when he's having this kind of moment, this kind of nirvana experience, and then you see his dad looking through the crack. Uh, he was surprised that he ended up going back in there after being ashamed by by this teacher, Fletcher. And he was having that illumination moment. And the father was just blown away, you know, by... <clears throat> I guess, what a human being could do, you know, what he was able to do. And you could even extrapolate that, maybe even a sense of uh, wonderment and shame that, you know, that he wasn't able to inspire that in him, which I would think as a parent, you know, that would be something that you would want to believe that you can do, that you could be the most inspirational stepping stone for your child. Of course, and speaking from the the other side of the yard here, but I choked up, you know, and it's like I've seen this one quite a few times, and uh, <clears throat> and again you have master and student, you know. So again, it's not it's a, it's an unpolitically correct piece, you know, in terms of the behavior, in terms of what we judge acceptable, and uh, I guess. 
what makes a big difference for me is there are two things. One for a teacher, it's ability to teach, so that he has something to teach of value. And number two, that the intention of the teacher, because I don't think the rest matters. You know, yeah, you're going to get feathers ruffled. You know, you're going to hurt people's feelings, but that's not an issue. You know, it's like, are we what uh, Dave Chappelle calls brittle spirit? You know, are we really that brittle that we just have to buffer and put padding at every corner of our crib, which is really what it seems to be like an adult. We're going back into a crib, uh, cuna in Spanish, berceau in French, yes. in French, and berceau actually also in Portuguese. I don't know it in Italian, neither in Japanese. Anywho, <coughs> no, it's actually nice uh, considering it feels warmer than uh, hmm, than yesterday. I mean, I'm sorry, it feels cooler than yesterday. Though we're looking at, you know, it's going to be mid-30s, it's going to be similar temperature. But I will be done uh, about uh, two and a half or so hours sooner. Today will not be a late arrival. So back to Whiplash, which is really... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's about living a life. It's about pushing oneself. It's about what you expect. It's about what's acceptable, what's tolerable. You know, again, this this idea of morality and the role it plays and how sometimes it can be an impediment. <clears throat> you know, it can be a deterrent that political correctness to, for some people, to do something that would make their life more. Because what I got out of that movie too, but at the end was like, his life was more because of it, because of what had happened. Because that wasn't him that was crushed. And in a weird way, I'm going to go ram that kind of Buddhist, which is like, that which you are cannot be undone. You cannot not be. <clears throat> and I believe that. You know, as I move back, uh, well, actually, I feel, I feel very good. I mean, I can tell my legs are a little tired, but... I feel awesome this morning. It's wonderful. Even though physically I feel tired, I'm very, very happy to be uh, moving again. And it's a beautiful day. <coughs> but you know, like the gain and the losses, the gains and the losses of life and how we gauge, you know, in terms of success, failure, happiness, misery. And this baseline is so erroneous, you know, because it's really only one-sided. <clears throat> Everything is the pruning and the shearing and the fertilizing. It's it's all for the one same thing. <laughs> you know, it, it's it can only go in one direction, which is growth, evolution, awakening. It doesn't matter. The words don't do it justice anyway. I know that, as I am uttering them, <clears throat> that I have no idea what I'm talking about. But the sense imbued in those words is what's interesting. And those, of course, are impossible in a way to transmit. But you do the best you can with what you got. And for me, as of now, <coughs> as a retarded spir spiritual creature, that's, that's the best I can come up with. 
So, oh, hold on a second. I'm not sure that worked, but I think it didn't have the noise reduction on. So, yeah, whiplash is, you know, this kind of unforgiving and flinching attitude, not feeling sorry for somebody else. And that, I guess if excellence is what you're looking for, there are some things which are just not useful on the path and trimming that fat off, you know. And I guess, you know, there's different ways of doing it. And, you know, it reminds me of that acupuncturist, that Chinese, I'm pretty sure it was Chinese, in uh, near uh, in Connecticut. In, uh, oh, I don't remember the name. Uh, well, actually, I think it's where Yale is, actually. Uh, this guy that I met at the KI praised that uh, acupuncturist, and, and I had this thing with my lower back. So I drove. Uh, I was able to stay at the guy's house, actually, his apartment, so that I was volunteering with. And then I went to see that acupuncturist. And it did not feel good. That was the worst. I felt like a piece of meat. And uh, But I was like, well... Let's see, <laughs> this does not feel good. You know, this is not a good start. And so, uh, as, I, uh, <laughs> as I left the place, you know, not quite sure. I don't think the place was, you know, like those American one where... Uh, <coughs> hold on a second. Can I make it here? Yeah, I can make it. And... Uh, So I left the place, not quite sure, you know, about what I had just gone through. And uh, and then realizing by the next day that uh, everything, everything, everything was clear. Meaning that I felt nothing anymore. And I was like, well, regardless of what I thought, you know, I went to this place where there was this so-called teacher and uh, and uh, it worked. So the fruit, you know, the trees had produced fruit, and it didn't matter that uh, what I felt or how enjoyable that experience was. That it might not be pleasurable. The process, kind of like, a, well, I guess even more so, like a healing, but as a learning experience too. You know, that there may be things about who you are that are not the most conducive to a part of who you want to become or something you may want to develop about yourself. And uh, that's also something that I got from the movie. And of course, as well, with my search of a teacher, you know, that uh, when we have a romantic idea of what a teacher is, Ah, there we go. In 50 meters, gira la izquierda. 50 meters, turn to the left. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, my... Uh, I mean, I'm not really searching anymore. I haven't been searching for a while. But I am obviously still open to a teacher. And it is... I don't know if it's... Oh, wow. This, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Great app. <laughs> anyway. 
my Harlem guy is telling me to turn, so he's going to be telling me something in just a second. Hang in there. Maybe it'll be more than 800 meters, which was my last instruction. No, 600 meters, I have to turn left. Anywho, so, you know, I don't know if it's a naive notion that I have, you know, if it's also kind of a chicken shit, uh, chicken shit way to look at things, meaning, uh, you know, that I'm like, somebody please help me or save me, you know, because maybe, oh, wow, okay, it's not gonna, it's gonna keep bugging me here, but that's cool, great. Great that it does that. <laughs> oh, no, it was 60 meters. Okay, okay, it was not 600. Let's see what it tells me now. Ah, same thing, uh, 800 meters. Okay. So, yeah, there could be something of naive of me, you know, that I'm still holding on to. <clears throat> I'm obviously not actively looking, you know, uh, but I am open. And I'm curious, and I still a part of me. I guess it is still one thing, you know, like a teacher, and you know, having that kind of a meaningful, intimate relationship with another human being. Those are two concepts, ideas that are lingering. Uh, I guess I don't see them threatening, you know, being in existence. I don't, I don't see that as a problem. Uh, I am not. Uh, waiting to exhale you know this is not a condition for me to move forward i obviously my my gps is working just fine and if anything it is more it is more of an intellectual thing really because it is a possibility it is this kind of lingering kind of learning so it's kind of a craving almost you know instead of being well you know Let's be where you are, and then whatever will happen, will happen. And, uh, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will show up, type deal. And ironically, I've never considered the opposite, which could be, you know, when the student, when uh, when I am ready as a teacher, the student will appear too, because it could be something like that. <laughs> Maybe that's actually the part, because I do know... Uh, it's kind of a weird thing, you know, that I'm about to <clears throat> spew out here. But a sense that there is something that I could contribute meaningfully, that I could teach, that I could bring in to my fellow human being. And I know that would bring meaning and purpose to me. And I don't quite know what to make of it because in some very narrow situation i can see some of it coming out but it lacks substance it lacks refinement it's not sharp you know and i don't know if it's doubt i don't know if it's lack of maturity or maybe it's just confusion you know or maybe it's a lack of humility that you know wanting to be the boss you know which is something when i was 16 years old i remember that i was already that I knew nothing. There I was in my first job as an apprentice in a kitchen, and I was questioning the chef, you know, to wait. Kind of, uh, <coughs> I was driving crazy, but this kid just keeps questioning him. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm not an easy guy. I know I'm a handful. I know, Papa, Maman, you know, that I was more than likely a very challenging 
handful as a child. I do not doubt it for a minute. You know, and it's not like it's gotten easier as I got older. That uh, one of the reasons why <clears throat> I don't think I'm relationship material because I'm so rough that it would require kind of one of the shine uh, <laughs> combination, a shine a, a chemical reaction. And what I mean by shine is a movie about uh, David Helfgott, the Australian pianist that ended up meeting this woman. It was a very, very specific circumstances that somehow match like that. You know, somebody with some very specific behavior traits and needs finding this woman has somehow, it just fitted, <coughs> you know. <clears throat> and I think, I think for me, you know, uh, being the kind of person that I am, and after that, you know, you can, you can put whatever etiquette you want, whatever label. It doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really bother me either way. You know, it's like, well, whatever it is that I am at this point in my life, it is that, you know, and I'm okay. I don't need to be anywhere else to be anything else, anybody else. You know, it is what it is. And uh, as I keep playing with it, keep playing with this idea, uh, I am uh, curious, you know, when it comes to that, when it comes to a possible relationship, whether it be a very intimate what? Intimate one or uh, like a professional, like a teacher to student. And somehow, at this juncture in my life, and of course here I am talking out of my ass, the the teacher-student makes more sense. And at the same time, I would actually dare to contradict myself right away by saying, no, even more so, one where an, that emotional component would be more of a part I think would contribute more to my um, evolution as a human being, yeah, for, in terms of maturity. <clears throat> I mean, I've had it, you know, with Glenda for many, many years, so I'm not like a beginner, no soy un novato. I'm not a novice, novato, but... Uh, just kind of how things are, uh, you know, the, or maybe just finding that person that somehow it just clicks, you know, and uh, the idea of you just find the way you are and the other person is fine the way she is. Yeah, in my case, it would be a she, <laughs> but uh, that would be it, you know, there's no changing the person. You don't know better that you that she does. And, you know, somebody who would not take things personally, you know, who would be able to take me as I am. And because uh, I'm tired of trying to explain, you know, or to defend or, you know, to the world. It's it's more than likely why also this time I'm like, <coughs> I'm going quiet uh, on the Camino. So, you know, unless... Uh, 
unless something special come my way. I do well. Actually, today it looks like I'm going to be seeing uh, Kana, so she's in Lugo. So that's going to most likely pretty much be the last person that I have met before. <clears throat> and then after that, uh, yeah, I'm going to go silent. And that feels very good. So Whiplash, yeah, my favorite movie as of today, really as of late. I just, uh, yeah, I think I talked to my sister Eva about it and she was like, she didn't like it. So it's, it's you know, I guess movies like many forms of art, you know, something that expresses something that you feel maybe at a deeper level than an intellectual like The Stranger by Alma Camus who just pissed me off. I've never had a book piss me off like this one. You know, this kind of like lukewarm person, just this limp dick SpongeBob kind of character, just uh, no backbone of any kind. Like, oh, yuck. I have never felt disgusted by a character so much. Like somehow nothing matters. Yeah, like, sorry guys, if that's the existentialist, that is not me. If anything, I would be the opposite. Because everything matters. Everything has meaning, is imbued with meaning and purpose. That is what I am on the road of believing. You know? <coughs> All right, I go in 60 meters, I keep going straight. So this is 20 kilometers today that I have to do as I am wrapping up uh, my little dissertation on uh, whiplash. Somebody was telling me, like, I should think of uh, doing... Uh, oh, that was this American woman. There's, there's the American spirit for you. About if something like is good at doing something or something enjoys, and then you should do... You should do some kind of business thing out of it. Remind me of Matthew when when I was doing my commitment to doing a YouTube video at least daily, you know, in 2019. And at one point he, he was thinking of way of changing or making it better. And I'm like, this is not a business proposition, you know. All right, one and a half kilometers. It won't bother me anymore. And... Uh, yeah, it's like, no, you know, actually what I'm doing right now, you know, of course it's uh, Sin Animo de Lucro. Sin Animo de Lucro means non-profit. It is really what to me will come not only naturally, but that will be enjoyable. You know, you start to put some money, you start to put some kind of incentive, then it becomes a selfish thing, then it changes, you know. Anywho, and there's nothing wrong with it. Again, I'm not talking about right and wrong here, but to me, what I'm aware of, that's kind of also the whole thing about doing volunteering, you know, that there is no money, it's just quid pro quo. I mean, it's a bartering system, but somehow, to me, it's different taking the money out of it. You know, it's simple stuff. <coughs> you help me with that, and then I help you with that. There's just something about it that feels different. And, 
yeah, you start to put money, then you are into that weird cog in this administrative cog, you know, with all those other things, and you just get the wind out of my sails. <clears throat> Very pretty here. I don't know what time that is, but again, we're looking at trees, and then the sun kind of barely breaking through and just staining the the road with the light that's that can make it through the the thickness of the foliage. Anyway, I love it. That's that's my favorite kind of a path with sunny weather. <laughs> well, more so in a <clears throat> in the summer. In the winter, actually, I'm like I want to feel the heat. <laughs> Don't give me shade, give me the sun. Anywho. So, going to Lugo today. Uh, I guess, is there anything else on Whiplash? <clears throat> yeah, if you have not seen it, I would definitely encourage you to see it. Of course, J.K. Simon, that's um, my favorite performance of his. The young drummer was, it was okay. And actually, really, there were mostly two characters in that movie, really. It was a teacher and a drummer. I mean, you had a drummer's father. Uh, it, didn't, it wasn't too bad. Uh, there were the other students, but they were not that relevant. It was really about the relationship about those two. <clears throat> kind of like a teacher scout, you know, seeing a potential, seeing a student, and then, then pushing that person in a way, in his style, you know, in his teacher. And that's a tricky, that's an interesting line when you think about it, because I could, I could see as a parent, you know, if I was a guy treating my child as such, you know, uh, though in this case, we're talking about an adult. You know, we're not high school, this is college. So he's not a child anymore. <clears throat> so he's a young man who's learning to make decisions and reaping the full consequences of it. So, but I could still be like, uh, wow, I could really be shocked. And uh, I could see myself trying to then induce some kind of response for my child in terms of, is this meaningful to you? You know, is there something that you're getting out of it? And that's okay because there's no free lunch. But that that the child is actually, it's, it's going to be, it's something that it's really benefiting from. That this thing is not just toxic, that it's going to really fuck with him. Though, you know, can anything really fuck with anybody? I don't know. I guess I don't believe that. But at the same time, you know, if you're a parent, you're going to be playing the parent. And one of the things that you'll do is be feeling protective of your child. That makes sense. You know, less so, more than likely with an adult. But I have a feeling that'll never change. You know, it's something that you will always be inclined to do. You are that emotional, physical home to that child for more than likely, I guess, most people for the rest of their lives, you know. That's not the case for me, you know. My life turned out to be different. Where my home is not that, you know, me thinking of going to see my mother is uh, is really enough to thought, you know. I will go, you know, more than likely. <clears throat> I think it's unlikely that I won't. Not impossible, but it's unlikely that I'm not going to go see her. But, uh, yeah, it is not that for me. It is just not something that I really care, you know. That, that biological family to me does not have that. But, you know, thinking of the movie and then about this dad who, you know, obviously is divorced. 
and then he's well, actually he's not divorced his wife left him when the son was very young so the father ended up raising him so i guess that may be a point of the movie too that he had that kind of the father who took on that kind of effeminate role of the mother because she wasn't there so kind of of a nurturer instead of that warrior you know like the teacher so on one hand you have the effeminate father oh, interesting i never thought about it that way uh, and then there is this teacher who's just this fearless lion who's just going to devour you you better watch the fuck out you know and that's uh that's also in itself a possible interesting commentary on society where you know uh the gen uh, the what do you call it the gentrification is that what they call it the George Carlin of the male you know where there is a thing of a male you know something in us in terms of our biology that is really aggressive you know really merciless fearless and they'll just tear up at shit and basically you know that being tamed <clears throat> and I'm not talking about right and wrong here <clears throat> I am obviously on the feminine spectrum when it comes to my manhood like i said before you know pilar was much more bigger balls than i have uh so i'm on a very sensitive side so but still i, I can somehow appreciate that i'm thinking of tony robbins i'm not your guru a netflix documentary where there is this guy that just and you just kind of give him a um, a psychological beating and in the end make the guy roar and you know kind of claiming that thing you know that it's part of what you know makes you as a man feel good it's it's a source of power of energy and i think society we, we buy the guilt and shame about some of it and we kind of hide it and suppress it and maybe self-medicate out of it i don't know i don't know i don't think for me it's mine i don't feel the <clears throat> the need maybe uh indirectly through some of the comedian that i listen to i can appreciate a little bit of it but i just don't see it in me you know i'm just not an aggressive person yeah i, ju I just don't fit in that core but i guess i can appreciate it without having to have to embody it and that's kind of how i'm going to spin it <clears throat> you know and i'm not I'm not questioning my identity anymore. I'm just uh, curious about how much more updating I can do, how many more discoveries I can make about not only that I'm not who I think I was, but, oh, wow, that is something that maybe that's something that I want, that I never thought of, or looking at myself in a way that I never did before, you know, rediscovering myself, lifting up a stone, looking at areas, that looks so benign, so mundane, so boring, and yet finding amazing treasures underneath them. So, I guess to summarize it, yeah, Whiplash, really, uh, I think a great movie. I love the story. Uh, and it is really, for my book, it's really great acting from J.K. Simmons. You know, and I think part of it is because I think he has some of that in him. You know, I, I don't think there was just acting here. There was just him letting out something that he may not even have been aware of that he had. I would not even be surprised if the guy was a, more of kind of a gentle, 
kind of a person in real life. But uh, beautiful acting to me. Powerful performance. I don't know if you get an award, but... Uh, uh, anyhow. So that's for... That's for that movie. Ended up watching a bunch of it outside. You know, there was Wi-Fi there and enjoying the cooling of the day. Kind of a beautiful evening. People were eating the dinner. Uh, I could really stuff myself, so I wasn't hungry. But anywho, I would not have had dinner because I think the guy, I don't know how many hours of fryers was left on and that fucking oil was so fucking dark. And I was thinking of free radical and just nasty shit uh, coming from there. And I was like, yeah. And the kitchen, you know, definitely for my book, actually a very small kitchen, but that kind of albergue was definitely, I wouldn't call it politically correct. I had a great time. I really enjoyed it. The guy was very chill, uh, very friendly. So very, very nice. But... Uh, yeah, the food, no. I would not, I would not go with that. <coughs> and so, those guys were eating their dinner, which is wonderful, of course, to have, because there's nothing else. Even people from the public albergue, municipal albergue, came there to have their dinner. Uh, even though they had a kitchen, but that meant they would have had to carry food from Lugo. And I think some people are not used to that or don't even think about it. Like the way that I do. Because to me it's pretty much like second nature. Anywho, starting to see some traffic. So I'm going to see, I think I'm going to see a wave for the next, uh, I have a feeling, the next hour or so. Anyway, this is a beautiful day. Yeah, the body feels good. The legs are good. My heels uh, are healing. I need to find a better file though. So when I'm in Lugo, that's going to be that. And I'm thinking of getting the connector for the lightning port to be able to plug in a headset. I'm thinking it might help with uh, my phone conversation because people are really having trouble with Bluetooth. You know, and I am, you know, and I, and I do spend some time on the phone here and there. So, and it will also enable me to have a, a non-Bluetooth headset. So, and the one I got, has kind of like those uh, sports kind of handle that goes behind the ears. And, you know, it seems to be work well. It was a very cheap one that I bought, but it looks like it's going to do the job, so that's, you know, that's something that I have because of the tablet. And for whatever reason, not being able to pair my Bluetooth headset. Anyhow. So, working my way toward Lugo, guys. Oh, yeah, now feeling the warmth. Yeah, it looks like now the, the heat is actually... I thought it was going to be until tomorrow or Wednesday, but it's it looks like it's going to linger until the end of the week. And then it looks like a cold front or maybe a wet front is coming in and it's going to put a damper in it. But we're looking at, you know, mid to upper uh, uh, 30s for the next few days. So at least uh, 
the next two days I will have shorter days. I didn't do a lot of studying, which gives you an idea about how tired I felt, which was a surprise. But I could tell my mind was uh, was not in it. I ended up going to do the yoga outside, but the, the place was slanted, so it was tricky to do my warrior pose in the sun salutation. And uh, But then I, I could tell my mind is a little tired. So maybe it's not really my body. Maybe it's my spirit, which is funny. In French, you don't say in between mind and spirit. It's actually the same thing, which is really weird uh, when you think about it. <coughs> so, yeah, I'm going to see a bunch of pilgrims today. So I think on that note, I have uh, uh, bent your ear enough for now. Gonna wish you a beautiful day. I'm gonna go on to my morning singing as I'm going downhill. And uh, let's see what happened to the day and maybe I'll have something to tell you later. All right, peace. Buon camino. Hello, hello. A couple of thoughts that came up. When I was thinking about church, about the whole, uh, whatever that word is, when the priest turned the wine and uh, the host into the blood and body of Christ, which I've never believed that. So literally, it's never made sense. I've chosen to accept it and not to comer mer coco, you know. But it just doesn't make any sense to me. I just have no way to relate to that. Of course, you're going to go. Okay, well, sorry, guys. I'm not sure you can hear it, even though I'm going straight. It's actually very, very nice. Kind of like a very good uh, hiking Google. Better than Google, actually. Way better. So, there was a message from uh, Isaac, you know, saying about, you know, some couple of things he wanted to say, but why well, he was saying them now, which is fine. You know, a lot of people... I kind of like to keep things night, nice and light and have trouble to to see things up to your face. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, he was mentioning that one of the things was, you know, to be in good graces with God. One was to actually fast at least an hour before communion. Okay, hold on. Here we go. And then uh, one, I guess, was confession, which actually I agree with him when it comes to confession. Uh, I, I do find the, I do find some value in that. Never done it in Spanish, but that I would be fine. I would actually be fine with that too. I will have to kind of uh, do an inventory because I. Why do I feel guilty? What's weighing on me? Uh, I'm actually not sure, you know, things that I feel that I'm not whole because of. So, but because I'm not, it's not going to be necessarily on the Christian side, you know, like I have not fulfilled my duty as a Christian, as a Catholic, by doing what, what, what. I mean, that's not me. I am, you know, if to be Catholic is to be the letter of the law, that is definitely not for me. I don't do that. 
Case in point, another silly thing. Let's say if they say you have to do that, then I'm pretty guaranteed that I won't. Uh, I was just listening to a postcard by Simone, a Sicilian living in Austria, and he's talking about, you know, in Italy, you don't ask for a cappuccino after morning. It's a morning drink. You don't in the afternoon. And I was like, that's a fucking thing I would order. You know, if it's on a fucking menu, if it's available, then I would ask for a cappuccino. It's just, it's, it annoys the shit out of me that this stupid thing, like, you don't do that. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? You don't do that. That, that doesn't get done. You know, we don't do that here. It's not correct. A fucking cappuccino. And another one, that the Italian uh, with the pizza, they don't get the whole pineapple thing, which personally I don't like it. And then chicken, you know, chicken on pizza. I've heard a couple of times, and that would be more than likely, heck, if I could, I would get like a chicken pineapple pizza. You know, just because I have this thing in me for sure. I, I'm, uh, I'm aware of it. Anthony Contrary, you know, it just, it rubs me the wrong way. You know, I get it, you know, not, not to kill, not to steal the greed, sloth, uh, you know, envy, all of those things, you know, the, the cardinal sins. Uh, well, I guess you should only worship one God. That, I guess, uh, I think the first two, I'm not quite sure. You should honor the mother and the father. Um, this one also, I have, it's a mixed bag of nuts for me. But most of them, I go along, I'm like, okay. You know, yeah, I get it. It's like social engineering. I'm okay with it. I have no beef. Jesus fucking Christ. There's still some people fucking walking there that way. I'm about a little over an hour from uh, from Lugo. I guess some people like the heat, huh? They have a ways to go. Anywho. But, uh, yeah, I just don't do well with... Uh, overly calcified and stratified, structured, uh, kind of uh, dogma. And then we'll see, because I don't have to, I don't have to solve this one yet. Hold on a second. So for now, I'll just assist, I'll just go to mass, to mass, you know, and like I've said before, pretty much the same thing. Uh, no, I don't, I'm not expecting anything. I'll just do that with my time, with my remaining time on the Camino. And uh, he's also, he sent me, we'll see if he keeps sending it, but if he does, about this three minute reflection, somebody taking a quote from the Bible, and then it's a priest, I guess, from Madrid, I think, and uh, you know, having some reflection about it. So that's a great format. I'm like, I'm down for that, you know, a, a topic that's not about politic or, you know, but it's more like psychosocial, spiritual. Uh, I'm down to, to be exposed to that. So we shall see. But I mean, yes, if, if I do have to, if that's basically part of the game, then I'm more than likely out of it, you know. And I guess we'll see when I get to that monastery because I really believe that some of it has to do more with the people. You know, you have a dogma, but you can spin anything any way you want to. And then, uh, 
I think it's more of a case-by-case case scenario for me. It's more about how it gets done than what the book says type deal. You know, like when I went to trucking schools, everything to tell you, and then the reality, you know, doesn't add up to that. It's just not feasible. And then also, I was thinking about, you know, like I've seen, seen a bunch of people this morning, and then it will be less starting tomorrow because I'm passing Lugo. But, uh, yeah, that I'm, I'm not going to go out of my way. I do make kind of eye contact a little bit before and being ready for them to acknowledge or whatever, or me acknowledge them. But now I'm just going to walk, and then if they do, I will respond. And then if not, I want it. Yeah, to me, it's getting old. It's too many people. You know, I may possibly, when I first start, you know, the first few that I see, you know, I may, it may feel, you know, good to just acknowledge as a human being in, in a sweet way, but after that, no. Anyway, I think that's logo actually that I can see in the distance already. So it looks like I'm going to be walking mostly down from now. I mean, it's a relatively easy day. I've had some up, but nothing special. Go ahead on a nice uh, cruise control, you know. My cruising speed is steady, a little bit about average, but nice. Just uh, sustainable. And it looks as if I will do my 20k without a break. So, feeling good. Uh, yeah, definitely feeling my legs, huh? Interesting. So, so it'd be nice to have those, at least those two days of... Uh, of rest, <laughs> I mean, meaning shorter distance, you know. And this morning I left what around 8 30 or so. I'm not even sure what's the last one actually, but anywho, anywho, was there any, something else I wanted to, to share here? Yes, it is getting hot. Not sure what time it is, but it's got to be. It's, I think it's around 11 o'clock. Actually, I'm pretty sure because I passed the church a little while back and it was ringing those bells. And I'm assuming there was 11 o'clock, not 10 o'clock. I think I've been going for for more than an hour and a half, so it's got to be about going on my third hour now. And uh, what else? Yeah, I guess I'm not I'm not sweating it. I'm not sweating things. I'm not looking for an absolute for certainty. Kind of funny little nugget here. An absoluto. There is a false friend because an absoluto in Spanish means not at all. You know, and in English you would say absolutely. That would be uh, cierto, you know, ciertamente. Davvero. Davvero. Certamente, italiano. Anyhow. Anyhow. This is going to be an interesting pace, you know. Let, let's see how, you know, the absence of, uh, of a relationship, you know, of having uh, the kind of absence of a social life. I mean, not that I'm not going to have any social interaction, 
though I'm not most I'm most likely not going to be looking for any of them at least in the near future but uh, how that will affect my load I think a part of me is thinking that it's going to make it harder but I'm like I don't think so you know yeah there may be some element of it but I don't think it will make it harder it just make it different everything is great for the meal so Speaking of grits, just passing a little cornfield here. There's been a little bit of corn here and there on this stretch. So, was there something else that was on my mind? No, I just wanted to talk about that silly thing about the cappuccino that I just found so annoying somehow. You know, people... It's so interesting, actually. It's really maybe more... It has maybe more to do with the mind. You know that we think ourselves tolerant and liberal and progressive, and they are those silly things that becomes that are unobserved. You know, they are unquestioned. That yeah, but that you don't do, and somehow that fit in the same mold. You know, it is interesting. So there's a line that's being drawn, basically. You know, are saying this is obsolete, this is silly, but no, it's not. And then and it is so arbitrary, that line. It has no reason, no logic whatsoever. It's not even emotionally reasonable. It is completely arbitrary. <laughs> you know, it is completely biased and subjective, you know. And I'm okay with it, but it's, it's just funny that when it is uttered with this kind of conviction, you know, as if it was something wise, as, as if it was something... That was like common sense. Well, and I guess in a way it is culturally common sense because that's how it gets done, but it's just unquestioned. And, uh, yeah, and to me, yeah, I know, I know, I know exactly what I would do. Even if I didn't really want one, like in the evening, I would fucking ask a cappuccino. Anyhow, for what it's worth. Yeah, there's Lugo, all right. Walking my way there. The big city. So, so, so. so. Anything else, my friend, I would like to share with you as I'm retracing my steps. Yeah, so quite a ways now. I guess about 250k. No, less. It'll be 200 and, uh, 230k left, right? Until Gido. Because it was about 280. I did 30 yesterday. I'm doing 20 today. So, yeah, about 11 days or so. We'll see. So, beautiful day. I mean, it's a very bright day. Warm, but there's a nice breeze from time to time. And the sun feels good. The heat feels good. I'm obviously not talking about being out here for five more hours, you know that I have definitely no interest. But I'm enjoying the warmth, I have to say. Between that and the cold, to me the warmth is, you know, it makes the shade of a tree a ridiculous luxury. Such a simple thing, but wonderful. Like yesterday, when I found a shelter under those trees, taking a nap uh, on that picnic table, that uh, slab of uh, stone 
that was uh, that was wonderful. Simple thing, just wonderful. Anyhow, I think that's it. I think that's it for me for now. So, on that note, my friend, I will leave you be, and maybe some more later, and maybe that's it for today. Have a beautiful day. Ciao, ciao. Here I am oh, in the Albergue Municipal in Lugo. Well, I've been here for a while. Got the got the shopping done. Actually, about to chuck down one liter of gazpacho. And I'm in this nice uh, living room with kind of like some, uh, I would call them sofa chair. They have like, oh yeah, like tall-legged kind of uh, couches. But anyway, a few tables, you know, where you can eat. Anyway, just a nice, nice space with a little library. And there's nobody else in here. I think people have gone to eat and whatever else they're going to do, I guess some people are sleeping. And I'm getting some subspinal twist stretching going on. So it looks like Kana uh, will arrive here around 5 o'clock in the evening. My goodness. Whew, those are... Oh, some hot days, so I guess however she's doing a Camino. Interesting, maybe she doesn't mind it. I sure wouldn't want to repeat too much the one I did when I arrived around 4.30 in Melide. But I guess to each his own. So pl- of course planning to go to, to church tonight at 8. I stopped by the church, turn away. There was a chunk of people actually already waiting for the albergue to open. <laughs> My goodness, that was funny. And uh, I've already pretty much got most of my remaining of the Primitivo organized. More or less, you know, there are limitation in terms of grocery stores and, and places to stay, affordable places instead of expensive. So uh, I'll, I'll, I am, I've already reserved the one tomorrow, the one I wanted to go to, which looks very fancy. It is more expensive than the regular albergue, but... I think this is going to be nice and there's a possibility that I might be the only one because of its uh, proximity to Lugo. I have the feeling that few people are going to be staying so close to Lugo. And then after that I got uh, oh, Cadavo, then Fonsegrada, and then uh, I think it's Grandas de Saline. Then I'll be in uh, Pola de Allende. Actually, I'll be taking the other pass instead of the the one I did on the way in with a, with a fog and the rain. And then uh, Bodenaya. Actually, yeah, I had a nice kind of an exchange. The guy definitely uh, was enjoying my humor very, very lightly. It was very nice, actually, to be like, "Wow, here's somebody who is." Riding nice and light. Anyway, so I'll be arriving on Monday in Bodenaya. Initially, I was mistaken because I thought it was it was going to be a Tuesday, which the place was actually full on Tuesday. But uh, then I made it to Wednesday, and then I realized, oh, I'm wrong. This is going to be Monday. So anyway, I called him back to 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 correct that uh, while I was waiting for the albergue to open. Oh, hold on, let me change my subspinal twist position here. So anyhow, so this is not bad, the the place here, actually. 
um, the same fucked up Wi-Fi as before, but the guy got me onto the other Wi-Fi place, and it turns out it's working, but not the one that they offer for the pilgrim, which is supposed to be a free Wi-Fi. You're supposed to prove you're not a robot, and then whatever you put down, it never accepts it. So it's a second place where it's happening to me. But anyhow, I think I'm going to go take a nap in a minute, and then I'll do some more languages. But the bathroom is small, but uh, I guess it works out, you know. So there's a bunch of pilgrims here. Uh, Oh, I did see this morning. Oh, I see Eugenia from Mexico. I saw her. And then I saw Sandra from Portugal, which I was surprised to see her. Uh, anyway, so she'd stayed a day, an extra day in Lugo. I think some people are finding their rhythm, you know, instead of trying keep up, keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, that could be another movie to watch again with uh, Demi Moore and David Duchovny. Keeping up with the Joneses. That was an interesting plot. Definitely American, but yeah, I enjoyed the suffer commentary. But anyhow, so that will be Kana, and I'm assuming that's going to be it. So I think starting tomorrow. Uh, and I have to be out of here early. So the place open at noon where I'm heading. So I think I will more than likely arrive around that time, maybe a little earlier, but that's fine. I'll just chill, and then we'll enjoy a, a long afternoon in that place. I forgot when I arrived here, but it was, it was early. You know, I definitely did skip the heat heat of the day. So, and a cute little story. On the way down to get my groceries, I saw this grocery store and saw that the prices were definitely better and they do have good produce anyway. Sometimes you bet a little bit in a grocery store. So on the way back from Dia, I uh, I went there and then got my uh, got my goodies and then I only had my phone to pay. And the lady was like she showed me the sign showing eight euros and then uh, she was like well you know it's one euro and sixty cents so here's a bag and you know not good enough to treat you like a demon so you know come back and pay later anyway that was cute so anyhow mm, it feels good to stretch so on that note I think I'll leave you be and uh, we'll talk later. All right? All right, yeah.